What's going on, Spitfires? Welcome back to another episode of the Spitfire Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Lemonian, the Spitfire Coach, coming to you with another episode that hopefully gives you some support, some motivation, some inspiration. Uh, today, we are diving into language and phrasing, and uh, one in particular that came up during a coaching session yesterday uh, with one of my clients. And I actually uh, started to record this and then was interrupted by a phone call from my mom because <laughs> I posted on Facebook, what does this word or phrase mean to you? And apparently it set off alarm bells with my mom and she was like, are you okay? <laughs> so um, I thought that's really funny. Let me just come back to recording this because I'm going to get more intel and then also dive into that because uh, I think it's also relevant. Uh, the phrase that we are uh, getting curious with diving into picking apart is to give someone the benefit of the doubt. And uh, I will give kind of the the back end story of my client. And then I want to kind of uh, summarize what I'm hearing back from people in, in the Facebook world. Uh, my friends, I'm using air quotes. Uh, some of them I've never met in person. Um, but to give someone the benefit of the doubt. And I'm like, this is one of those interesting common phrases that we use in business, we use in our relationships. And I want to really examine, is it working for us? Do we think it's working for us? Or is it actually working against us and taking our power away? And in the case of my client, um, I'm not going to use any identifiers, nothing that could be pointed back to this person. Um, they are in a position of power, um, you know, to hire, fire, promote, all that jazz. And this person kept referring to uh, another employee as, as someone who was problematic and they had been having ongoing issues and didn't share it with me as their coach uh, up until it kind of hit a breaking point. And I asked, so what do you think prevented you from bringing this up in our conversations and our coaching sessions? And they said, I wanted to give them the benefit of the doubt. I said, well, that's really interesting. You wanted to give them the benefit of the doubt. So each time that they broke trust, that they didn't do what they said they were going to do, that they violated the culture, that they went against the grain in a non-productive way, that they were insubordinate, uh, you wanted to give them the benefit of the doubt? And they're like, yeah, I know it sounds silly now, but I wanted to fix it. And I'm like, ah, okay. So I started kind of noodling on this. Uh, with them in the session. And, and ultimately it came down to a major boundary violation over and over again. And this quest to fix, to improve, to shift and change someone else was kind of guided or supported or protected by this phrase to give someone the benefit of the doubt. It was okay as long as they uh, you know, kept saying this phrase to themselves, like almost like a mantra. It's like, yes, they violated my boundaries. Yes, they, uh, you know, were disrespectful to our other employees, but I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt that that's not what they meant. Um, so when we talk about this, I'm going to go over to my little Facebook uh, post because this is what came up time and time again. So um, Someone said uh, to not immediately correlate outcome and intention. Great. Very objective in looking at that. Uh, lots of positive intent to assume positive intent. And I love where this is going because I think a lot of times if we have had trauma in the past, if we've had things not go well, if we've been in a self-protective state, we almost need to kind of take that pause and breath and assume positive intent that someone isn't trying to uh, hurt us. 
that they didn't mean to, that it was a mistake. Um, someone else said being kind and non-judgmental, trusting someone has good intentions. There we go. Uh, affording the opportunity to see the best in someone. I think that's great. I think everyone is a mixed bag. Um, and I'm going to actually like share when that's not the case. Um, so this is great. Assuming let's, let's put a little asterisk by it, assuming that we don't have previous patterns established, or maybe we do have a long, uh, relationship with them, a longstanding relationship where we know, okay, this seems out of character. We can look to our past foundation of uh, positive behavior that is not aligned with this, and it seems off. This is a point of friction. Um, someone else said, leaving room for other interpretations, viewpoints, and being wrong. So yourself being wrong, seeing things maybe not clearly. Um, it's a verbal way of acknowledging the chance the story slash meaning we're inclined to towards as the truth may be incorrect or incomplete. Absolutely. So it gives us kind of that space and wiggle room to uh, reinterpret things or to reassess or flip the lens. Maybe we are coming in with a bias and we all have biases as human beings. We got that. Um, this is the one uh, that someone posted that I'm like, yes, we're finally getting to like the place that I was hoping somebody would would kind of bring up to the surface, which is giving someone the benefit associated with going against your doubts slash intuition to the contrary. Basically, your gut intention says one thing, but you do the opposite and they benefit. So even in that phrase, I'm giving someone the benefit of me doubting myself or my intuition. Because here's the thing, our gut is giving us all these signals like, whoo, we've got a threat coming on or something's challenging it. And so by saying this phrase, we are actually saying, hey, intuition and gut, I don't want to listen to you right now. I'm going to go and uh, you know tamp that down and allow this person to kind of see this out. When in reality, what this kind of feeling and sensation is telling us is that we're experiencing friction. There is a friction either in our values, in our beliefs, in something we've witnessed. Some, our spidey senses are kicking off. And so when we use this phrase, it actually is putting the pause on it. Now, when we kind of don't use this phrase and maybe we're more reactive, maybe we've been kind of loaded up in that day of frustration and reaction, we can go to worst intent and we can kind of go on that storyline. So this is a good pause in the event that we need to take that breath, that we need to kind of have some more compassion. But my guess is this is being overused in a space where we are not listening to our intuition. We're not listening to that gut response that's telling us boundary violation, we're not aligned, something is off. And so I would offer a new way of going forward on this, which is to, instead of saying, I give someone the benefit of the doubt, say, I'm going to give myself time to reflect and assess what I want to do. Now, I know it doesn't have that nice little like ring off the tongue, but I think there's more opportunity in that, in you owning that space to see what is not aligned where is their friction? It might be, hey, I'm tired and I'm seeing this through a really judgy lens. Great. Own it. Or it might be, hey, something is off here. Like what's going on? Um, how do we understand this? Now, in the case of my client, this was a repetitive violation of multiple boundaries. And because they had invested so much time 
and using this phrase, like everyone, everyone in a leadership position was using this phrase. Oh, we'll give them benefit of the doubt, give them benefit of the doubt, give them benefit of the doubt. And then before they know it, they're looking at each other like, oh crap, this person just got away with doing all of these things because we gave away our power in giving them the benefit of our self-doubt. So rather than doubt yourself, get curious with it. There's a lot of judgment that can come up, but the counter to judgment is curiosity. And so if we can look at where am I feeling this rub? Where am I feeling this friction? There is such an opportunity to look at a way forward. And it's not always going to be like roses and sunshine. It can be messy. But if you have this confidence of I'm trusting my inner voice, I'm flexing these trust muscles, I'm going to get more self-assured in listening to my body and then also being objective in what I'm noticing in patterns and then looking at a way forward in my action plan and steps forward. So we're getting out of this immediate reactive knee-jerk reaction and we're moving it into a place where we actually are rising up and creating a new standard and a new boundary. So what this is doing is saying to this person, hey, here's what I'm noticing. I'm sensing that something is off. Let's explore this. And you're going to figure out real quick if that person wants to keep dancing, they might gaslight you, they might get aggressive, they might deflect, they might project. That is all a sign that you're onto something. So trust that, trust that sensation. It's going to feel weird. You're going to feel like, whoa, am I wrong? Do I need to doubt myself? That's what that energy wants you to do. So the more clear you can get about what you're noticing, what you're seeing, what you're observing, you can make that objective decision on recreating that standard and boundary where you now communicate, this is what it takes to kind of live in my sphere. This is what it takes to work in this organization, to be a trusted member of this team. Here's what I'm noticing that's not in alignment. Here's how we can get you back on, on track. And you're going to find out real quick if that person is ready to move with you or if they are wanting to drag it down and be resistant to it. And then you need to make a different decision. But I think we need to stop using this. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt or I've given them the benefit of the doubt because it's not serving us. It's one of those blanket phrases that we use very easily that kind of covers the surface of what's really going on. So I encourage you to lift up that layer of nonsense and fluff and get to the heart and the root of what matters, which is the friction that needs to be resolved. So I hope this was helpful. Thank you everyone on Facebook who played along uh, and gave us your, your amazing insight on this. Um, I have a whole new understanding just based on this discussion and uh, with my client and also with, with Facebook and my own research here. But if there's other phrases that you see as commonly used that aren't serving us, let's dive into it. I love geeking out on language. And if you're not subscribed to the Spitfire podcast, head on over to uh, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and go to the Spitfire podcast and leave us a review if you feel like it. And y'all keep being awesome.